Get yourself a cup of coffee and pull up a chair. We're going to be talking to designers and developers about how they got started, what keeps them passionate, and what challenges them. It's the best remedy for imposter syndrome. This is Build Process. Well, thanks for tuning in to the Drunken UX podcast this week. This is Build Process. I'm your host, Michael Feenan, and joining me this week is Kaylee Pearson. Pearson? Pearson. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 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 there are many letters there, and they are arranged in a funny order, and so that uh, throws me for a loop sometimes. It's okay. <laughs> that's that's right. Between Feenan, 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 Feenis, and any other number of pronunciations, I'm used to people uh, messing with my last name, so I feel justified in messing with theirs. Oh, good. <laughs> For those who have not listened to Build Process before, this is our segment once a month. We talk with designers, developers about the things that they're doing right now in their work, challenges they're facing, uh, things they look forward to, and things of that nature. And for that reason, I'm sitting down with Kaylee, and we are going to be talking about design this month. Um, Kaylee is a student, a junior, senior. Sophomore. Sophomore. Yeah. God, thanks. That makes me feel even older. I appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, she is a sophomore at Pittsburgh State University here in Pittsburgh, Kansas. Um, she is a freelance designer and design student uh, as well. And so I thought that would be interesting for us to sit down, have a little chat. There's certainly a lot to dig into there. Um, and it, it also makes me feel good to sit across from somebody who can do the thing that I can't. Because one thing I have no art skill in is art at all. I Code? Yes. Art? No. <laughs> and I've seen some of your tattoos. You've even designed some of the, the tattoos you have, right? Yeah, I've designed one that my mother and I both have, and yeah, they're that, really fun to design. That's brave. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, it would be a backup career if college didn't work out. Design tattoos, they oh. make quite a bit of money. I say, design them, yes, put them on. Mm. That might be more difficult. That's, uh, A, I, I, I just don't think I want that liability. <laughs> Yeah, if you mess up. I can't even spell last names, apparently, so. That's permanent. That's permanent. So, let's go back in time. Because you're about, then, if you're a sophomore, you're about 20, 21. Almost some, 20, yeah. Almost 20. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay. <laughs> we'll work with that. When did you start designing? Just even playing, let's say. I started designing my sophomore year of high school. So, however old that is. And was that pen and paper at that point in time? Were you looking at like computer design, something in that area? What what was like your medium of choice at that point? I had drawn my whole life, but I always thought like art really wasn't a career for me. So um, I, for some reason, was really into Disney movies and I thought I was going to animate at Disney and I wanted to learn. So I went to my art teachers and asked them about it and they told me they really didn't have any classes for that. But they gave me a textbook and sat me down on a computer and were like, <laughs> have at it, go ahead. Was that, uh, so you used what, Adobe? Is mm -hmm. that where you um, got started? Illustrator. Illustrator, yeah. Um, I, can, I can use Photoshop. I, I do, while I can't create, I can uh, do photographs. I'm okay with that. I, I like taking pictures. So I learned the Photoshop side, but like the vector graphics, uh, not so much. And I should mention too to, to folks, uh, Kaylee is the person that if you've seen our Drunken UX podcast logo, you are now hearing from the person who designed that for us. Um, that did not come out of my brain because, again, yeah, my brain is, does not work that way. That's okay. <laughs> um, so we, we move ahead then. So you're, you've come to Pittsburgh State University and you are studying design. Yes, yeah. Um, it's a graphic communications major with an emphasis in graphic design. So, so uh, do you bounce then between, because I was a communication major as well, um, but 
does that cross between the College of Technology and communication? Are you pretty much focused on the communication side? It's just uh, College of Technology. Just College of yeah, Technology. Yeah, so just okay. up there in the Kansas Technology Center. Yeah, that's all right. They've got uh, they've got nice machines out there to play on. That's why I chose Pittsburgh <laughs> and, State. <laughs> and very nice printers, as it turns out. That's cool. So what do you think then in the long run? Are you going after a career in design? Do you think, I know obviously at 19, very young, very early to be thinking about that long term, but is that something that you envision or do you have a different direction you'd like to go? I really love design. I think that my kind of bread and butter choice would be branding work. I work for a marketing consulting group called AZ Advisory Group as one of their marketing consultants. So that's one of my favorite things to do for sure. I really enjoy freelance um, design more than anything else though. Yeah. And so let's talk about that. You obviously, I mentioned you designed the logo for Drunken UX podcast. You've designed many logos. Um, We met through some work you've done for the city here um, and some uh, some, uh, logo work on our, uh, we've got these canvas shopping bags we've been handing around. That design came from you. Um, what else have you done in that area so far in your very short time as a freelancer? I had to look at some of my designs so I could pick a few of my favorites. One that I've been working on lately that I actually have my hands in on the project is We Can. It's Women Entrepreneurs of Kansas. So I did all of their branding work and helping them develop has been one of my favorite things because I'm, I can relate to it. Yeah. And you've got obviously a website um, that you are currently using as a portfolio, um, which is great and something that for anybody listening who is interested in getting into design, you know, the best thing you can do is obviously show off your work. Um, and being able to have those kind of opportunities early has got to feel good at the, at least. Uh, yeah, Wix is a great resource because I'm not as good at coding as you are. So um, it's easy for me. That's yeah, and that's all all you need sometimes. Um, and even for folks, you know, there's Wix, there's Squarespace is another one a lot of folks are using. Um, Webflow is one that um, I've seen some more people going to. Um, lots of ways to showcase uh, showcase your work uh, yeah. in that area. Um, so it's got to be difficult, obviously. Um, you are a student. You mentioned you do marketing consulting. You do freelancing. How, how do you find your balance between all of these things because each one individually could take up all of your time. So you're splitting it and not just three ways. Uh, We talked earlier, you're working on starting your own local business. You've got your hand in a a lot of places. So how do you go about finding that, that time and balance? Uh, My schedule is by the hour. So (laughs) it's very, very packed. Um, I kind of sit down. Some advice that was given to me early was once a month, sit down, and ask yourself if you're happy with what you're doing. And I can say that I am. And I know that my education is important. And I know that my work is important. And that's what I'm passionate about. So I know I have to find time for it. Yeah. I give you one piece of advice myself. And that is find enough time to sleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need that too. That, for sure. Uh, that's one thing. When I was younger, that was one area that I tended to, of course, uh, skimp on a little bit at times. And I think I'm a little grayer a little earlier because of that. But, yeah, definitely find that balance Um, and it's amazing that you're able to do all of those things and obviously you're not doing all of it at once but um, what's so what's hard about that though because obviously and I we appreciate you taking the time even to sit down with us for this little chunk of your time so um, but what uh, what makes that hard for you what what do you find difficult about trying to balance that stuff I guess it's 
I wish I could give all my time to one because I love them all. Like all, everything I do, I love it. And I wish I could give myself all the way to one of those projects, but I want to be a part of all of it. So sometimes it feels like I can't be 100% all hours of the day to every project. And I wish I could be. And that's probably the hardest part on myself. I think yeah. it's me being harder on myself than real problem, <laughs> any real problem. We, we all are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, you know, that the old phrase that you're your own worst critic. I mean, that don't be too hard on that early in life because you get harder on yourself as you get older. Um, that's great though. Um, what, uh, what about from like a, a tools standpoint, what have you found that has really helped you in terms of some of your productivity and balancing, whether that's, you know, design tools or time management tools, what, what has been a resource for you to kind of keep yourself focused and on track on these projects? For organizing my time, I use Google for everything. I use the whole Google Suite, Google Drive, Google Calendars, all of it, just because it's so cohesive and it allows me to work with um, people who aren't near me yeah. better. So I really like that. As far as softwares that I use, um, I love Adobe. It's the easiest to work with for me, and I feel like there's a lot of tools, and Illustrator's really my favorite. If yeah. I had to pick a favorite, that would be it. Out of curiosity, have you gotten into like any of the uh, the prototyping suite tools? Like with Adobe, it's XD, um, but there's also Envision and uh, uh, Sketch and some of those. Have you played with any of those at all to this point? Not yet, but I have the suite. So when I find like one second of free time, <laughs> I may be able to sit down with those. So. I, I say Adobe's baiting everybody with that. They're like, you know what? You're you're already paying for Creative Suite, so let's not spend money with other people. Here's XD for free. <laughs> A lot of stuff to Adobe. <laughs> I, uh, I've been wanting to sit down with it because while I can't design, I can prototype. Like I can, I can see how stuff should lay out in my head, and that's one that I just haven't had time yet to dig into. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested in it, to say the least. And then I can take it to somebody like you and say, here, make it pretty for me. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> so what what has uh, been your favorite? You mentioned the uh, the Kansas uh, uh, Women's Entrepreneurial uh, Kansas. Give me that name again, because women—it's like women entrepreneurs of Kansas. We can. That's we what you can. said. That yes. is it. it. Has that been your favorite project to date so far, or is there something else that you've really found, you know, has just sparked the creative juices or something like that for you? It's hard to pick a single project because some of them are pretty fast. But if I had to pick like a section of projects, because I do so much schoolwork and individual work, it'd be community work. I really like working with the city of Pittsburgh and. Um, Wichita and we can and those who are working to develop the community because you can see the work go far and how it impacts and you can also be a part of their work in other ways. Yeah. So I like being able to have a lot of dimensions in the work. And so it sounds like as far as when you are doing work, you're not necessarily going out and trying to find the random companies in Florida or Minnesota or something. You like staying kind of in this area. I really do like to be a part of it. It's kind of hard for me working remotely to not be able to work with people one-on-one. -on -one. So I like to work with the people around me. Yeah. I like that. No, that's, that's fair. And do you find that it has made getting other work easier, uh, being able to point to like, here's here's your neighbor who has <laughs> worked yes, with me. Yes, a lot of it's word of mouth. Obviously, that's how we met. That, um, yes, yeah. Especially in the city of Pittsburgh, I feel like since I've moved here, I can't even remember what my first project was here, but since I've moved here, I've done so many projects within the city because it's such a tight-knit community. Yeah. Um, it's all word of mouth, and it's helped my, like myself grow, but it's also been cool to see how everyone helps each other. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, 
have you used like any of the freelance tools that are out there for um, finding a project in your downtime? It sounds like you probably don't have a lot of downtime, but <laughs> I wanted to ask the question just in terms of um, like, you know, there's Fiverr and, and areas like this where people can say, hey, I just need a logo. Somebody jump in and help me. I've never even I've never used it. No, I think that would be a great resource. And if I had time, I would totally dive into <laughs> it. I would recommend it. But I feel like a lot of people have come to me organically, so yeah. I haven't really had to look. The wealth of abundance. There's yeah. so many people here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see how that feels after you've had a little bit more time to run them all out. Oh, and yeah. And there's there's nobody to left to work with. <laughs> that's No, that's great, though. Um, so let's look towards the future, then, in terms of is branding your future? Are you looking for a career at a design agency? Uh, do you want to go in, you know, go into business just for yourself? What do you think uh, once Kaylee has graduated and has her degree and has another two years of experience, where does that take you from here? It's so hard to say. I don't know. <laughs> I love doing a lot of things, obviously. So I would like to continue my branding work and helping businesses develop, but I still want to work in community. So I think I see myself doing a lot of things, a lot of part-time things. So doing a little bit of freelance, a little bit of community work, a little bit of brand development and reaching out to companies and being like, hey, you need a new logo? We're your people. Yeah. So a lot of things. I don't think I'll ever see myself having one full-time consistently <laughs> for a long period of time. I think it will always change. That's all right. Change keeps things interesting. Yeah. Uh, for, yeah, for sure that uh, – always keeps the wheels moving and keeps your work changing. And that's one thing that can really make things grind to a halt for people is that feeling that they're just punching the same thing every day. Um, what about, let's talk about, you know, in terms of peers and, you know, whether that's people in your classroom or folks that you're working with, what advice do you have for them in terms of, you know, how, how to do what you're doing, how to figure out that way of splitting your time up you know, effectively and things like that. What sort of advice do you have for people? Even if you could talk to 16-year-old you, what advice would you give her in terms of getting to where you are now? Um, it sounds super cheesy and everyone says it, but don't give up on your dreams. Um, I actually had an advisor at the college tell me that you would never get an internship as a freshman, so you might as well not even try. And I just said, okay. And then I went and got one anyway. And I think that that took me so much further and I learned so much. So just that people, even in it, your own advisor that tells you no, there's no way that you don't listen and just do it anyway. And think about like what makes you happy? What could you see yourself doing? And figuring out a way to make it happen, even if it doesn't make sense on paper. Yeah. And you're going to probably have to sacrifice things like time, but that's okay because like in the end you'll look back and it'll be worth it. Yeah. That's no, that's awesome. Um, so in terms of what you have going on right now, um, obviously you're doing the freelance logo design and stuff. What else is occupying your time in terms of, uh, things that you enjoy? Do you, is, is the schoolwork, the studying side of things, is that like your favorite part of what you're doing right now? Are you enjoying going out and finding that next logo or that next brand thing to work on? What, where is, where, where does your emotion drive you for that? I do like my classwork. Um, I try to, they would keep me sane. Really. They keep <laughs> me sane in all the other classes, all my general education classes, the classes that are teaching me the Adobe suites are what keep me in check. The photography classes, stuff like that. Um, what really drives me is finding people who need more in their branding or in their 
um, whatever they're doing that's digital that I can help them with. So, um, for example, a group in Pittsburgh called The Homestead is trying to figure out a way to expand and to make it more accessible to a lot of people that are in college. And so I'm going to help them try to figure out how to start a podcast. So (laughs) trying to find people who just need that next step or that little bit of help and they don't know where to turn. That's when I like to come in and help, even if it's for free. I love it. That's fine. (laughs) That's well. And when you're still trying to build that sort of portfolio and I've made that recommendation, you know, there's a lot, or what is it from the dark Knight when the Joker says, you know, if, if you're good for good at something, never do it for free. But there is that point in your career, I think, where maybe you don't do it for free, but you could do it for a form of barter, perhaps. Yeah, you know, yeah I have uh, done that. Something, you know, just to help you get off the ground. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, and it's not fun. And, of course, it takes your time and it takes that, that little bit that uh, you don't have a whole lot of. But Right now, it, fortunately enough, I am not super in the real world yet. Still kind of a college <laughs> student, so uh, I mean I am a college student, but still trying to figure things out. So I have the time and the resources to be able to sit down and do some free projects with people who really, who really need it. Yeah, and that's fun. I've talked with some folks recently about things like design philosophy and design systems, and that's something as a student. Um, and I don't know. Uh, I've not been through Pitt State's graphics program, so I don't know um, what they're teaching at, at this point. Um, and I say that as if. When I was there in 2002, it would have been the same thing. Um, But in terms of whether it's design systems, design philosophies, um, you know, schools of thought in that area, how have you found focus in terms of whether whether that's your style, you know, what you look for for inspiration? How have you found sort of that thread that says this is who Kaylee is as a designer? I haven't really looked into a lot of design theory Um, and I feel like I should and a lot of people talk about it, but it's all like in my head, like whatever (laughs) I like, I like, and that's fine. And whenever I, I have a couple of artists I follow on social media and I'll look through Pinterest every once in a while to try to find some inspiration. But for the most part, it's, I know what I like and like, that's my style. And I feel like it slowly kind of came together and you can tell like what my look is and it's just kind of interesting. I feel like it's really important as a designer to have a vision and that's really what makes it. Okay. So here's your on the spot question Gosh. and well, it, it's, <laughs> a, it's a distilled version of what I just asked, but favorite artist. Okay. There's, you say that now I'm not gonna be able to remember his name. <laughs> that's why it's an on the spot question. Um, his Instagram handle is something like honor. He, it's like A-W-N-E-R question mark, maybe. I don't know. Um, he wrestled at Iowa state. I found him online and he works for a design studio or like design company, but he does a lot of stuff on the side and it's amazing work and Mm. it's so unique. And you can tell like when I see something, I'm like, that's him. He's so good. Um, so it's fun to follow people like that, that yeah. you know, it's them and you wonder like, how did they do that? Sometimes you can look at someone's art and be like, I just need to draw these shapes and that's it. But when you look at his art, it's like, how did you make that happen? I, and I fully admit to doing that with photographers that I see, I, I consider myself more than an amateur photographer at this point, but I look at the work some of these folks do and it's like, I don't know how they translate from their eye to make the camera do the thing. And I know that there's a lot of editing in photography now, but even then it's like, man, I just can't make light look that yeah, way. Yeah, yes, um, I understand. <laughs> and it's it's fun sometimes chasing that, right? That 
figure out, let, let's reverse engineer it. Let's figure out how you did that. Um, and I know a lot of that comes into design because I can look at, um, there's a fella and talking about not remembering names. Um, this guy was a Photoshop designer, um, artist for years. Um, and he wrote some of the very early books on Photoshop, but he did photorealistic art from scratch in Photoshop, which was crazy. Um, because I mean, we're talking cars with Chrome that did, you know, reflections of the surroundings and I would watch him work and it was like magic in turn, like genuine, real magic, watching the way he would apply filters and, and layers and masks and all of this stuff. And to this day, I can't do it. I know. I always wonder how much time did that take you to put that together? Oh yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's hours and hours and hours just to finish an area and it's it's so wild um and i have a lot of respect for it because i can't do it <laughs> and I, I think that's where uh, my interest in it comes from is being able to watch you know watch that process happen watch that something go from nothing to like this wild thing speaking of creating um tool wise i haven't I, we talked about software but physical tools in terms of are you mainly just using you know Mouse and keyboard, are you a tablet person, pen and tablet type person? You know, do you use the Wacom screens or Cintiqs? Um, is there anything there that you've found helps you along from a tool standpoint? I have a MacBook, so I have a lot of Apple products, but I use my MacBook for the most part. And our, we have Apple Studios in the KTC, so that's helpful and so everything works together. Yeah. So I use that for the most part. Um, and I just use my mouse, little mouse pad and my keyboard and use the little shortcuts. <laughs> I do draw, especially when I do tattoo work or if I'm doing signatures or I do, I've started doing more sketching and like building sketchups in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, and I use my iPad for that. I have a 13 inch iPad and it really helps for drawing. And do you have the pin for the iPad to to do that, or I got a knockoff stylus from Walmart, and it works just as good. <laughs> hey, that's good for people to know. Yes, uh, I'm an Android guy, so I uh, I don't know. I'm always open to other <laughs> options. I just like the cohesiveness across products that I can be on my iPad, my phone, sure. and my computer, and everything lines up. But and that's been you know a design trend for what 20 years, 25 years that Apple has really owned that design market and i will admit they have had some of the best monitors for years in terms of color and uh and that detail and reproduction which for a designer is incredibly important to have access to that yeah honestly i guess sidebar but i would really love to try google products sadly you can't download um adobe yeah. onto their <laughs> pixel books otherwise i would be all in give them time they'll get there we will find a way. Uh, if it will make them money, you can be assured that they will get into Next it year. at some Next point. <laughs> so to kind of run things down to the runway here, I don't know where that thought was going. Um, <laughs> to get a glide path, let's just talk real, real quick about where, if people want to see your work, um, you know, where can they find their portfolio? Where can they find you online? Are, are you going anywhere? Are you going to be at any conferences or anything like that or student events or something where people could find you? Where, you know, where can they find you and tell us, you know, what you want them to know about you? Well, I mean, you can always follow me on Instagram. It's Kaylee, K-A-I-L-E-Y underscore P-E-A-R-S-O-N. It's a difficult 
difficult to pronounce last name, Pearson. <laughs> and um, my website's kayleepearson.com. I will be competing in the Crimson Creative Awards in the spring and probably the, I think it's the Addies, is the local um, yeah. graphic design awards. I'll probably be competing in that too. So that's about it. I mean, you can contact me through my website and Instagram too. She's super affordable. And if you need any work done locally, I absolutely recommend it or anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. I'll travel too. That's always fun. <laughs> I have the ability. College students have a lot of ability to pick up and go. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kaylee, I want to thank you for sitting down with us. I appreciate you talking about what it is you're doing and learning. And, and hopefully, you know, we can inspire everybody to be as active and engaged um, because it's not just the work you do but just the amount of engagement you have with that whole area is something that I think a lot of people can get a lot from so thank you very much for taking this time I'm going to let you get back to work uh, and I think for everybody else I only have one other thing to say and that is to keep your personas close and your users closer bye bye